This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. I don't sing. I don't dance. I don't do those anymore. Anything I don't show. Won't track you anymore. Michael, 36, and Bradley, 33, sit next to each other at their favorite pub. They wave down Robert, 28, one of the bartenders. You guys need another round? No, yo, shut up. What? Lower your voice. Robert looks at Michael. What's going on? He's freaking out because the new waitress is hot. He just doesn't want her to hear us talking about her. (laughs) Guys, every guy that's come in here today has asked me about her. She's so pretty. Hang tight. I'll have her come over. No. What? Don't do that. I'm wearing sweatpants. You always wear sweatpants when you come in here. Fine. First, though, what do you know about her? Her name is Madison. She started three days ago. I think she's studying, like, speech pathology or something like that. She seems like a pretty solid girl so far, and... I think she lives with her parents in Jersey. Ugh, I'm out. I'm still in. That's good enough. Call her over. Okay, but just flirt quickly. My friend James and his girlfriend are going to be here in like a minute, so I don't think they want to see your little display. Robert walks over to Madison, 22, and asks her to join himself, Michael, and Bradley at the bar. Madison's life does consist of some of the characteristics that Robert communicated, but not all of his statements were true. Madison is studying occupational therapy, not speech pathology, and she lives with an ex-boyfriend in New Jersey, not her parents. This is Madison. Hey! Hi there, I'm Mike. This is Brad. How are you liking working here so far? It's alright. Just (laughs) alright? What do you want me to say? We're not curing cancer here. Well, we're all glad you're here anyway. Madison smiles at Bradley, but casts a more telling look and smile at Michael. At the same time, James, 28, and his girlfriend, Abby... 25 walk into the bar. James, what's going on, man? Madison slips away as Abby and James approach the bar. As she walks off, she pats Michael on the shoulder. Her hand lingers and drags across his arm. James is a family friend of Michael's who recently relocated from Northern California with his girlfriend, Abby. James recently ceased in the pursuit of his lifelong dream of becoming a professional golfer. He started business school in the hopes that his career trajectory might yield the financial stability that golf could not provide. Abby received her master's degree in music. She hopes to play the flute professionally, full-time, but currently takes temporary jobs in music and dog walking. She does not wear a fanny pack. Abby, it's great to see you again. Great to see you too. This is my friend Brad. Is this the burger Instagram guy? Is that how you describe me to people? Yeah, that's how I described it to these people. They wanted a burger recommendation in the hood, so I sent them your account. But you couldn't say burger expert or even blogger? You had to say Instagram guy. I'm just saying it's more about the blog than it is about the Instagram account. The actual writing is on the blog. Bradley turns to James and Abby. I'm a writer, not a photographer. You know what I mean? It's nice to meet you two. Right. Yes. Nice to meet you. Have you guys been waiting long? Nah, just a few minutes. Just long enough to unsuccessfully flirt with the new waitress. Ooh, which one? The cute one, talking to the ball guys at that table. Oh, she's really pretty. So, Mike, since you're already flirting with waitresses, you're fully back on the market? I mean, Brad was the one flirting with her. I wasn't doing anything. But I've been doing all the dating apps, and it's been, you know, interesting. Just trying to enjoy myself a little. That's great. She's being really friendly with the bald guys. Brad, how do you and Mike know each other? It's not a good story. It's a great story. I don't like it. 
How did y'all meet each other? They met at a pizza shop. Let them tell it. Okay, you met at a pizza shop. Yeah, it was back in college, so actually at the school. Where did you go to school? UC Davis. Gotcha. It was like a food court with a bunch of different stations. There's like a pizza place, coffee shop, a Mexican place, like a pseudo-Mexican place, like a California Mexican place. Uh, Sandwiches, bagels, and we met at the pizza station. Yeah, it was my first day ever at this job. My first shift ever. I was 19 at the time. He was 22. (laughs) And he sidled up like, who is that? No, he was actually really sweet and helpful. Yeah, this was like one of the best spots to work on campus. Like, all the pretty girls worked there. Oh, yeah. There were always just a ton of single people working there. It was almost like a fraternity unto itself to work there. Yeah, and I had a friend that had already worked there, so she already kind of warned me what the scene was like there. Like, as soon as you get there, every guy is going to be hitting on you and trying to take you out and everything. Well, that's not true, because it's college, and guys don't take girls out in college, right? That's not the case. I get there and I tell myself, okay, I'm not going to date anyone for a month. I know there are going to be a lot of offers, but I'm not going to pick right away. (laughs) So you put down a firm line of no sex with anyone for a month? But then I met James right away, and he was like the nicest guy there. And your month plan lasted 15 minutes. No, I didn't date him until after about a month of working there. I kept my promise. That was non-threatening. It was a good vibe. Is that actually what it was that you liked about him? Like, were there a lot of guys still hitting on you and being aggressive and he wasn't like that? Oh my god, yes. It was really creepy. How was it creepy? They would, like, come up behind me and be like, Hey girl, you coming to that party this weekend? I was new, so there were a lot of people training me, and I had a lot of one-on-one time with guys that had worked there for a while, and they would all hit on me. And I was a veteran. I was there for a year before she got there. Yeah, he taught me how to shoot the pizza dough. Well, I don't know what that means, but we skipped an important question. James, you were there for a year, right? So how many girls did you date before she got there? Yeah, so my ex also worked at this exact same place. And you met her there? I I met her before working there, but we dated a while while I was working there, and we had just broken up like a month before Abby started working there, and I was actually like, I just broke up with this girl, and I just want to be single for a while. You were a senior? Yeah, I was just going to party the rest of my way out. I actually graduated a couple months later and left that job. He left, and I had to work with his ex for another year. Did you guys ever bury the hatchet? Like, did you guys ever become friends afterward? No, she hated me. She was so mean to me. Like, I was trying to get promoted to supervisor, and she made up a bunch of shit about me and told my boss and tried to get people to turn against me. Well, she sounds lovely. Why did you guys break up? Well, it's funny. So, she was flirting with someone else at the restaurant. She told me before we broke up that this other guy professes love for her, and they actually made out for a little while. I was like, what the hell is happening with my life? She actually even tried to get back together with me after Abby and I got together. Did I ever tell you that? Yeah. Really? Yeah, like so many times. Oh, we were there with a bunch of people we worked with. It was her birthday, and she got super hammered. Then she professed her love for me, and then she threw up, and I was like, I'm out of here. College sucks. So you guys have been together since that first month? Well, we actually celebrated our anniversary later, because that's when we actually started dating. So you don't celebrate the meetiversary, you celebrate the... whatever the other one would be. Right. And it was about five... no, six years ago. Wow, so you guys have been together for over six years now? That's a long time. Why aren't you engaged? Brad! What?! No, it's fine. We actually talked about it and planned on getting engaged at the five-year mark because that seemed right, but life was super hectic then. James was applying to MBA programs and everything was kind of crazy. Yeah, we actually were having trouble finding time to even just talk to one another. So we started setting aside time specifically for us to talk, and sometimes it was about giving feedback to one another and talking about serious things, but other times it was just catching up on the day. It wasn't all about our relationship. It was a little about everything. We started having these really great conversations, so we began recording them. And we started releasing them as a podcast. Oh, really? What's the podcast called? Love at First Pizza. 
But she wasn't your love at first pizza. She was your love at second pizza. That's a worse name. We can say with some certainty that there will never be a podcast entitled Love at Second Pizza. Yeah, well, the podcast actually turned into more of a blog now. It's called Slices of Love. Love at First Pizza is a real podcast and Slices of Love is a real blog. We didn't make them up for the purposes of this story. You can find them right now. But that wasn't the motivation to start having these conversations. I thought they were about bringing you two closer together. Why make them public? It was sort of the accountability of it. Like, if people knew we did shows every week, it forced us to keep having the conversations, or, you know, people will know if we don't do it. Have you missed a week? Nope. Nope. And it's been over a year? Yep. Yep. So instead of getting engaged, you just do a podcast and a blog now. Brad! What? So I know a lot of people's favorite part of Too Old to Date is the ad reads for Jabberjaw Podcasts because there's no accounting for taste. So today, we're here to tell you about the Break It Down Podcast with Matt Carter. Mike, have you ever just really wanted a podcast where one of the members of the music group As Cities Burn talks about barbecue? I don't know anything about As City Burns, but I will listen to anybody talk about barbecue. Okay. There's also an episode about whether or not white dudes are a bummer, and I think that our podcast proves that they definitely are. So check out Break It Down with Matt Carter. It's available on SoundCloud and also on BreakItDownPodcast.net. Jabberjaw! Madison walks to the bar to get the group's attention. A booth just opened up if you guys want to be able to, you know, talk to each other face to face. Oh, that's great. Thanks for letting us know. The group walks across the restaurant and sits at the open booth. Bradley and Michael sit on one side, Abby and James on the other. Madison squeezes into the booth next to Michael. Um, hi. Hey. So... So they let me off my shift, and now you are buying me a drink. You're allowed to drink at the bar after you get off your shift? Huh, I don't really know. I guess so. Introduce me to your friends. Oh, um, well, you know Brad, and then this is James and Abby. Uh, James, Abby, this is Madison. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. They just moved here from California a few months ago, and they were just telling us how they met. And now they started a podcast instead of getting engaged. Oh, I was just almost engaged. Don't do it. Keep doing the podcast thing. I don't know what that is, but it's got to be better than being engaged. Well, we have just been really busy lately with life. Oh, sorry, yeah. I didn't mean anything. I mean, my ex was a real piece of shit. That's why I say that. But I'm always dating shitbags. And since we broke up, I seem to only be going home with real pieces of shit. Like... Some real trolls. Old ones, too. I think one guy was in his 50s. But it's not like that's a new thing. My boyfriend was actually 17 years older than me. He was 41. He had a couple of kids that didn't really like me. His ex was always around dropping them off and picking them up. She was a real piece of shit, too. Always yelling at me. And her ex. And the kids. Well, it sounds like a tough situation. It's probably good for you in the long run that you got out of that. Oh, definitely. I'm still figuring things out, but it's getting better. So where are you living now? Are you in this neighborhood? Oh, no. Still in Jersey and living with him. He signed the lease to my car, so technically he owns it. We co-signed on a bunch of credit cards, too. He says he'll take my car and all the clothes and stuff I bought with the credit card if I try to leave. (laughs) He actually has my grandmother's necklace and won't give it back until he says we're all square with money. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, we should get going. We actually have dinner reservations around the corner. Really? You guys have to go so soon? 
Yeah, we're sorry we couldn't stay longer. But we're in the city for at least the next few years, so I'm sure we're going to be doing this plenty soon. Definitely. Yeah, buddy, it was great to see you. Brad, definitely a pleasure meeting you. Agreed. Madison, good luck with everything. Thanks. Abby and James did not have dinner reservations. They seem nice. Oh yeah, they're great. How do you know them? I grew up with James. Oh, I bet you were adorable when you were younger. Do you have any pictures? Uh, yeah, I think so. My brother posted some to Facebook. Michael fumbles with his cellular telephone as he struggles to find the photographs. As he does so, Madison inches closer to him and looks over his shoulder. Though Michael was turned off by unappealing things, Madison said. As she draws closer, he cannot help but be drawn in by her scent. Bradley notices the connection. So you still live with your ex? (laughs) Yeah, it's not ideal. Fuck. Yeah, I I bet. That sucks. Um, do you guys want more drinks? Yeah, I could do another. Awesome. Uh, Madison, you mind getting them for us? Uh, yeah, okay, but only because it's clearly because you want to talk about me. Madison stands up and walks to the bar. Okay, so this swung in a direction that I wasn't anticipating. So I'm going to say something to you that I assumed you were going to have to say to me. Don't fuck this bar up for us. Yeah, okay, so I've thought about this. Normally I would never hook up with a waitress at the bar that we go to all the time. But here's the deal. I think she's crazy. And I worked in bars for like 10 years through undergrad and grad school. So the crazies always filter themselves out. They come in like hurricanes and they're gone in like weeks. So we're not going to have to deal with this as a long-term thing. And besides, we're all adults. If anything happens, we can just talk about it after. It'll be fine. Don't worry. Okay, just don't fuck up this bar for us. Madison returns to the table with another round of drinks. Bradley finishes his beer in a quick series of large gulps. Excuse me, I need to use little boy's room. Madison takes Michael's cellular telephone to look at photographs from his youth. Oh my god, you are so young! Yeah, I was a beanpole. And your hair! <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, the Ross Keller was real big back then. Who? Oh man, here's one from me. Madison slides even closer to Michael in the booth. Michael becomes more aroused. You look exactly the same. I guess that wasn't that long ago. So did I break up your double date tonight? What? Abby and James and you and Brad. Oh, no, no, no. Because you and Brad seemed awfully cozy with each other. No, we're just... we're just friends. Good. Madison reaches for Michael's thigh with her left hand and Michael feels goosebumps overtake his body. Bradley sees this interaction as he returns from the restroom. Hey, guys, I'm actually not feeling that well, so I think I'm going to hit the road. Uh, Mike, do you mind picking up the check? Uh, yeah, no problem. You okay? Yeah, typical diarrhea shit. I'm fine. Bradley throws Michael a knowing wink. Get home safe, y'all. Bradley leaves Michael and Madison at the bar to continue their flirtation. After another drink, Michael works up the courage to be straightforward with Madison. So Madison, I obviously think you're extremely attractive. And I'd hate to be this forward with you, but do you want to get out of here? Sure. You want to go to another bar? No, I would like to take you back to my place. I'm sorry, you're just going to come right out and say that? Um, yeah, I mean, it's just a question. You really don't have to come if you're not comfortable. I mean, normally a guy asks me for a few more drinks or something before trying some lame line. That I'm used to. I don't know what the fuck that was that you just said. That was the most awkward thing I've ever heard. Well, smoothness really isn't my thing. I'm more direct than that. (laughs) You're more weird. I've been hit on by a lot of guys and never had a guy do that. Alright, let's get out of here. Wait, really? Today was created by Mike Tanzillo and Brad Garoon. This episode was written by Brad and Mike. Our theme music is Loveless by Go Go Ghost. 
Stalk us on social media at Tool Today. If you have questions, comments, or the unbearable desire to be an angry troll, email us at info at tooltoday.com. Want to share your dating stories? Give us a call at 718-559-1040 and leave us a message with your story. If we get really good ones, we'll play them on the show. For more info, visit tooltodate.com. And while you're there, consider leaving a donation. It will help us make more shows, pay for more dates, and <clears throat> maybe give the narrator a raise. Darkest night, and we will glow in our places This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one.